Take it. And join in. This is Kareem. And Travis. And welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> wow. If we actually managed to get that, we probably rehearsed that only three times, though, to be fair. So that's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think we need to come up with something. Yeah, something a little bit more signature. We're just trying to have fun with it because I guess... Well, maybe we'll just make that like our like quirk or um, our opening little statement kind of changes from time to time. Yeah, I well, guess it, it kind of does already, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So well, I guess that's not really a quirk. Sometimes it's bad. It's like just dry. But what are we talking about today? Um, We're talking about why people, you know, have the tendency not to go against the norm or doesn't, you know, don't want to challenge something or... People are not challenging the status quo. Yeah. What's with this complacency, right? Like, what is... I'm like... <laughs> what is this with this complacent or, or are they just, you know, um, I guess, you know, might as well just dive right in this, you know, but are, are they complacent or are they more, like, afraid? And is, and, is, and is there a difference between that? Yeah, there definitely is a... Well, I mean, fear can definitely make someone complacent, I guess. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think fear is a good way of like kind of maybe p talking about where it's actually, why it is the way. I think fear, like this mass fear that's created in our country, and I think throughout the world really, has created very much so this, yes, uh, complacency in people where they're not challenging the status quo. I think back... When I was growing up, I was always taught to like question everything, and it seemed like you were able to and and hold people. Yeah, it's always kind now. of like go against you. you at like, least if to you, some degree, like your gut says something, you know, stick with it. Don't let you know someone to try to convince you otherwise. But um, I think some of it is is that people are you know it goes back to that fear of mm. being accepted, right? You know, and and kind of you know, you know, I, I don't know. Like it's it's an interesting conversation. Um, I think you know because people are. You know, like we think of like how our parents taught us things. You know, we never really questioned anything that our parents told us. Like, like it even goes down to that level. Like, I feel like I have though. That's yeah, the, but maybe as you get older. But like as a, a five year old, like you have your rebellions of why do I need to do that, and you have like the the why and the what questions. I think but like, because I think because but your morals were yeah. never really questioned. I don't. think. No, my moral compass always kind of stayed really strong with me. I think because I I realized that even if I separated any like religious or spiritual connection to it, it's like you just feel innately that that's the right way thing way of doing things. Like as a human being, you mm -hmm. feel like your programming is that's the right way to be is just like someone with a moral compass and everything else is kind of like a distraction of one's like soul that represents your energy or energy that represents your soul and it's like the more and more you give that energy away the more you're recycled into other things and therefore you're less whole so yeah. i kind of saw it even in like that scientific way but i now as i gotten older i realized i i do feel this connection to something like divine and unexplainable and just really powerful um and that's kind of what grounds me and binds whatever I, I challenge as a kid to now as an adult realizing it, maybe, maybe my parents went through something like that and maybe in their own right they challenged what they were told to do and I'm just like my my parents and maybe you know I think that's why I said I think it's really healthy to challenge the status quo at all times uh, let me take my sip yeah and going back to you know like as a child like for me like I need to take a breather it is it's kind of like um mm -hmm. Uh, um, sorry. The, uh, like more of like I didn't necessarily like go against what my like say my parents were saying or mm -hmm. me, but I always took things that like with a uh, like almost like with a grain of salt type thing. I always kind of looked on the other side or like the what if, right. and, and it's not so much that I'm challenging it. It's just I'm kind of trying to find a confirmation of what there's that the world is telling me or my parents is telling me. So 
I'm trying to think of it. Well, that's kind of, that's like finding yourself. That's the journey of finding yourself because you're essentially personality is made up of a bunch of, of influences, right? Based off other people's experiences. And that's why I say it's very important. We, we pay attention to what we consume, whether it's entertainment and like, you know, pop culture and the news and stuff. We have to be very careful of what we're consuming because a lot of that stuff does influence you and sometimes in a negative way. If you always believe mm-hmm. there's negative things in the world going on, you're start, you're going to start to have a negative outlook on yourself and in life and feel like things are futile and feel nihilistic about life. However, if you start looking in within those things in moderation and you also start being able to be taught how to like separate yourself from consuming constant news and media all the time and you can balance it and out by being that, informed to some degree but not always... And I think that yeah. right there is what a problem within itself is that we're we're combated not combated but maybe kind of like um attacked with so much news and so much whatever and we can't necessarily like strifle through it and determine like what is right or wrong like i feel like is there really that many things going on like is there really that many things going on and if there is that many things going on why does it seem like some that are so like minuscule in the grand scheme of things are the most just widespread throughout the nation and around the world and it's like wait but why are they doing this is there other things going on that we don't know about like that's the scary thing is that there's such a connection between all all these media outlets that at the end of the day is all really within like a reformed like like pattern of saying things the the the, the information they give is exactly identical and they talk in the exact same way and it's just like word for word almost like they all rehearsed it like it it was part of a, a programming yeah you know? when you look at it that way that you know things does look or does look like very scripted and those type of things and 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 then you kind of question okay are they just reading from a, a, a teleprompter like is this really like perspective or is it like truth and then at the other part of it is that I, what i was kind of going back to the social media piece was is that it, it's hard to distinguish between like what is true news and what's kind of altered yeah and what's kind of just a <laughs> meme as a joke you know, like you, like you have like, you know, well, I can't necessarily name websites, but, but websites that kind of like, like take a natural current event and turn it into something like completely like not true, yeah. but kind of funny. So I think yeah. it's hard to distinguish as well. And, and I think that's another reason why people are afraid to go against the norm because they just don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because there's too much information. I don't know. It's just a different way of looking at it, maybe. Yeah, like, I think there, it's just a lot. Like, for me, I, there's times where I tune in and I'm just so overwhelmed. And I, then I start to get really sad and down about life. And then I think, like, I snap myself out of it. I'm like, whoa. That, a lot of that just seems very, like, common now. It's just, a, it's just so common that it makes me have to question, like, is life always has life always been that bad? Like, I don't remember being that bad. And then it just seems like I'm almost being told to be, like, so paranoid and feel feel like that life is just a constant fear of like my life being so threatened or just so unhappy mm-hmm. and it's like i don't want to live that way but i'm being told to live that way and therefore that sadness and that fear and that anger makes me feel malleable in a sense because now i can follow a narrative that seems slightly more positive but could have their underlying dark tone simply because it seems better than whatever yesterday's pain or trauma was it, it yeah. just it's so so crazy to think about how people are so in this middle sense of like just mundane, empty, complacent, fear-ridden, Almost like a defeated. Robot, that they're just running a program that you know was given to them in life, as in yeah, you know, wake up, you know, shower, go to work, come home, make dinner, do this, and then and like they're running this little simulation. 
But everyone's so angry right now. Like everyone is just very on edge and I get it. Like a hundred percent get it. But it's people have lost a lot, a lot of like where their humanity has lied before the pandemic. And you would think during the pandemic, we'd all like come together, like be one country and really fight whatever evils and dark truths were waiting to be unveiled as a, as a country together. But instead we just divided and, you know, gave up our power and just forgot like what it was to just have empathy and lead with empathy and love and, rem and remember when we spoke around it said it was just survival survival and selfishness and fears in our in our on our doorstep and our lives are being threatened like let's show who what kind of characters we really are before death or potential death and it's an ugly thing to think about yeah and i think some of it is is that i i keep Continue to go back to social media on this topic, and I don't know why. Probably because I think it's it, mm -hmm. it it it's made things more decisive. It's made things more questionable because the news is so free. It it, it it's almost like the truest form of free speech. Someone can witness something and then put it out there instantly, and and that could be good or that could also be bad. True, true. And, but look how it's being threatened every single day. Like there, there's so much censorship that it it it's it gets closer and closer to fitting a narrative like a narrative structure because now it's like you're dwindling down what can and cannot be said and then now you're like putting out basically what yeah, that, whoever's that, controlling it wants you to think because they can control it the more power and em emphasis we put to even social media's importance of the news and being able to broadcast things the more and more they take power away from the only tools that we have it's to almost a privacy each other. thing too yeah in, in some aspect and and that's a sensitive topic i know like within you know like mm -hmm. the the uh, it world or even social media world or whatever is yeah is more privacy is less freedom but more freedom is you know more chances of information misinformation or even hacking or those type of things and it, it's a tough line i'm all about uh, free speech in the truest form because i really truly believe that if you're witnessing free speech you're getting to be able to free speech acceptable yes you know at the end of the day everything can be worked and dissected everything could be like i said before unveiled you know some dark truths can be unveiled but if you block things if you censor things that's the scariest thing that you can do because you don't even give the person the opportunity to even fight there's okay, a chance there's one thing about justice. dark things and there's one things to be you know to share information that unfortunately to have the bad not or the good, you have to have the bad sometimes. So the the overall good, it's but I mean, better I mean to more of I guess the fake news, and I don't really like using that word because it's such a bu buzzword. But like, what, like if all of a sudden I said that you know apples are, purple. who decides facts at the end of the day when when yeah. when any lie can be shown to be true simply by what we're we're allowed to see. So that that's why I challenge and question everything. I'd rather there be zero censorship censorship. But shouldn't and, we come back yeah. to a common standard so that we all know what to base truth on? We can off call of? them we can call things fake news, but at least they're still allowed to be broadcasted. Once you unveil it, then you can properly say as a general agreed up upon opinion throughout the country that yep, this is false and fake news. And there you go. Now you you have enough evidence and then that can be debunked and Listen, yeah, if we have who to determines be... what's fake? Like, I think is what you kind of saying. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, it, it's too hard. Or what's true. Every... Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, we know some things are just true no matter what. It's just the way of life. It, it's true. You can't deny it. Like, I won't get into it because it's controversial opinions, but... Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's interesting because we look back to our childhood. We didn't really hear, like, these arguments, you know, being made as, <laughs> like, we're talking about today. And I, I really think 
I'm sure they've always, uh, 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 you know, were there to some degree in yeah, the but, smallest of ways. But our parents, like, but at least my parents did. You know what? What the news so-called mm-hmm. told them, they believed. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, and even I'd say even my grandparents are even further down there. What, what like the newspaper told them, or what the radio told them. So like, it, it's it's almost like the human is actually gaining some power back because they can decide for themselves, if that makes sense. Like, and I don't the know conspiracy if that's just my theory, weirdness. The conspiracy theory, the conspiracy theorist slash, actually I would say realist, because I think for the last five years, all the conspiracy theories that I definitely were a part of and, and, and was in the, those inner circles of connecting with people, really finding that sense of community and awareness. And I'm like, wow, like this is so cool. We're all, we've been right in the last five years. So it's like, I really believe I'm like a realist at this point because I'm, it's so obvious. Some things are so like, just like, I don't know how to ex- explain it, but some things are just as clear as day to me that this is obviously bullshit. And, and the average person is just so ready and, and, and to attack and defend that narrative. Or, or, as or if they like, might just be, you know, I think some are unwilling to have the conversation and, and, or attacking you because they're afraid of what maybe the truth is. It goes back to that fear piece. I think of accepting or just being wrong. You know, a lot of people just can't admit, Hey, I was wrong. And, and, and I think that's a, better than taking the stance right. of the opposite so of course because we want to see that there's development there at least there was a challenged uh perspective and then there's at least some type of growth or end result or payoff rather in the end i think that's why i think debates are healthy amongst people but he- debates that can be honest and, and that, that are not censored, censored things that, that can be completely transparent to all people not only some people and you know those things are kind of the savior of freedom in this country you know it starts with those major elements of yeah. communication amongst one another if not those things how can we ever yeah how can we ever really find what the idea of a freedom truly means in this country if you know it's being stripped away every single day and then you're starting to see it's uh, this unveiled truth that we maybe didn't have as much freedom as we thought maybe it was just a false narrative placed upon people to think that you know what let's make them think they have it so good but in reality we're taking 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 from them as much as we can and these are debt slaves and at the end of the day they're not really free they're under the guise of free but look how much in debt our our americans are they live a life of slavery to the financial system yeah, because they either want more or they're paying off bills for, yeah, that, that's, you know, kind of goes back to our challenge everything. That's like the, that's the rule of thumb here in this entire conversation is like challenge the fucking status quo. Stop being so fear ridden or complacent because if you feel like you're going to be fearful, imagine what everyone else probably is going to feel because they're going to say, oh, well, then someone else will expose it, not me. No, you should, everyone should do their part to just be aware of what's going on in the world to a degree, like still enjoy life. But if you know that some things feel off, but yet they're becoming major elements of your day-to-day life, how are you not challenging that? I don't understand why people are just so yeah, the, like complacent. It's I, I almost won't. like it, it's kind of like you know, if you see something or question something, it's just kind of like speak up a little bit, like kind of like maybe turn to your best friend or something and say, Hey, um, what's this about? Like, actually start having that conversation, I think, around sensitive things. I get they're defeated because I've been there, I've been in that defeated state where I have cross you know the path of being nihilistic and feeling so jaded that i didn't care but i'm finding that like no this is exactly what they want 
us to feel. And it's like, no, I'm going to find happiness still in love. But and some of this, you know, to kind of take go back to the norm that we're, tr- you know, that I guess the world or the government kind of wants us to follow. They're conditioned. Okay, but do you do you believe that? And this is maybe just a side conversation. But do you believe that the government should put like establish some type of social order? Like, isn't that kind of like it, as they're, they're, and maybe it's a whole different conversation, but my mind went to social order because we don't have order, we have chaos. So there's no, if there's chaos, does the world still spin? I'm going deep. Sorry, that's that last You're saying like kind of loosen the control a little bit so that there are people that still overall collectively that can make powerful decisions just as equivalent. Quickly, I don't know if that's a word <laughs> to like a president of sorts. Like, is that what you're trying to say? I guess I'm, because there's more thinking like the news and what is true and what's not, and and like I think the world is looking for answers. It's impossible though because money, money is is the disease. To yeah, that, to those truths. Because even if you hire right people now, but it, but to to be the truth seekers, the ones that are committing people that only expose truths and like whatever, I mean, people put all the power and faith into them. Money at the end of the day is that drug that can just poison a whole bee colony or, or beehive or ant colony, whatever you want to say. You poison everything. It's kind of like when we when, talk about bees and ants a lot. It's kind of like when exterminators come and then put the food for the bugs and the, they send the bugs back with the food to their colony and it kills everything and it exposes you know the, where they are around the house the treasure mm-hmm. so that whole thing is kind of like what money does to any real group that was uh, probably started out with good intentions and then because of the money and because of a life that is no longer like that of struggling and suffering in their own way they see money as an out and at the end of the day that would still rule at that person's life and, and the choices they make over other people. They don't care. And that's like the disease. I feel like money is like the ultimate devil's like temptation over anything. I think it's just money because it equates to power, equates to a better life. And those are things that cannot be like just easily just you know disposed of as a choice. People are going to really either heavily think on it or act on it. And that's a scary thought. I don't know how I got to this point right now, but it's getting scary again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's, it's getting yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the social norm. Challenge it. Go against the grain. Don't necessarily be combative or argumentative. Yeah, it doesn't but go off and you know like doesn't even necessarily mean spark conversation jump out with strangers of a tree because yeah. you, you're disbelieving that someone told you that you can't fly. Like no, that. we're saying more so just that if anything seems like I said that there's a negative underlying like find the facts for yourself. A connotation of something new, something trendy. Challenge it. Ask yourself why is this somehow become a norm when you when you know that it's not a good thing. You know, or you feel like it's it's something that for a long time was, I don't know, considered, I don't know, illegal, and now it's legal, or kind of legal, well, I guess. Well, a good example, example is, like, you know, just look at, like, murder convictions or something like that, and then years later, 
evidence on surfaces and all of a sudden that murderer was not so much a murderer and pro-proven not guilty and then all of a sudden the prisoner was released and then he just wasted or she wasted well those types of things are horrible and i would hope to god that just because you know you're holding someone accountable on, on your side it's fact you know, yeah. always like question the facts and just you know if new evidence or facts come up that's more of like what i'm getting at right. from that standpoint as in mm-hmm. you know challenge you know the status quo can be challenged because facts do change right you know and just be aware of what information just kind of is how, out like, there we were supposed to wear masks and then not wear masks and then actually wear masks not wear masks like yeah guess that's fact and how more people die because of this complete lie purposeful lie on their end but anyway so (laughs) those things like i said are great to be challenged because it actually is going to affect your actual life like your your survivability those types of things like a like a pandemic and stuff those things you challenge um any movement that affects children you should challenge anything that affects the food market or industry you should challenge you know Basically, things that affect your livelihood. Yeah, yeah, like those things. Obviously, if it's something that's like, oh, pop star decides they're gonna split up with this pop star, it's like, oh my god, you're gonna go and challenge that? You're gonna spend your time looking up facts? No, that's what they want you to challenge. They want you to challenge. They want the attention. That's because that's what they're after for your interest. Like the conflict of other people's lives, their misery is your pleasure because humans are sadistic. Yeah. So there you go. Challenge everything. Be smart. Be aware. Um, and take a hit and have a high point. Have a high point and join us next time on the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.